name of Jesus. You see, we was lost without a Savior. We was lost without a Savior. But he gave up Jesus. He gave up Jesus. He gave up Jesus. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Father God, I thank you this morning for your goodness and for your kindness and for your mercy. I thank you this morning for your unhidden blessings towards us who believe. Brothers and sisters, I wanna I wanna share something with you. I had asked somebody to give a testimony, but I need to share this. You need to hear this. Two headliners were here for the shut-in. A mother and a daughter. And uh, sometimes when when God gets ready to deliver you, sometimes the devil, sometimes God, it's hard to it's hard to tell depends on the degree of bondage in the life of the person or the degree of the transgression that has been perpetrated against the person. I do not have my phone over here, so um, don't call me. I do not have my phone near me. Do not call me. I need to get this out. And I think if you if you calling me, it's a distraction, some kind of way, unless it's um, the person that I had asked to give the testimony. But listen to this. Remember, I said yesterday to remind me about transference, or something about transference of spirits. Okay. During the shut-in, the anointing was flowing, and the glory of God was made manifest in the room so that um, I, I didn't have to do a lot of work. God would manifest in whoever he wanted to deliver himself. But the mother and the daughter were sitting beside each other, and obviously the mother was dependent and had become dependent on the prayers of her daughter praying for her. And the enemy knew this. But now you got to remember, I didn't know a thing. I, I didn't know a thing, and I knew, I knew everybody. I knew of some people. Other people in the room I knew more uh, about than, than others. So. I received a call from the mother. The mother said, when she sat there, she said, I don't remember. I don't even know what happened. So I said to myself, I said, now this is going to be interesting to watch. What had happened is that the demons, or listen, it wasn't a demon. Well, it was a demon. How can I say this? It was an angel of light. Write that word down. It was an angel of light operating in the mother. So when I I saw it, and the mama was sitting next to the daughter, and the daughter had her hands on the mama. I said to the daughter, I said, I moved her hand off her mother, and I said, get up 
and go in the seat behind your mother. The reason being, I knew that spirit was going to transfer. I knew because God told me. That, that angel of light, remember the scripture says that Satan transforms himself into an angel of light that he might fool the very elect if it were possible. So I told the daughter, I said, get up and move behind your mother. And God began to, the deli- God began to deliver the mother in a magnificent way. But I saw that the daughter wasn't being delivered equal to the mother because the daughter had a little bit of a mindset that my mom is really messed up. I might need I might need a little prayer here. I see that all the time. Okay. So when the when the, the I said to the the mom said, I don't know what happened. And I didn't have time in the in the midst of a group like that to explain to her specifically what happened. I said, Well, your daughter will tell you everything that happened to you. And um even when I when I put the oil, my anointing oil on her, I knew then when she began to scream, it's stinging me. I said, No, that is the fire of God burning out of you what needs to be burnt out. I don't know how many of you have ever seen that, but that's the way it works. <clears throat> anyway, by the mama not knowing what had happened, and the mama been tricked, 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 tricked by a lot of deliverance ministers praying for her that only know how to deal with the fleshly stuff. And and her testimony, I don't know if we got her. Te- no, we. I didn't record anything really. I didn't because I wanted people to know the sanctity of God and the fact that I wasn't trying to, um, you know, God was sovereignly delivering them, and that was it was between them and God, and I didn't need to record them. But what happened was the mama, because she did not, I mean, okay, God gave her a word a while back, demonic cycle, so she started looking up deliverance. And she believed she knew pretty much all there is to know about deliverance. And she knew she wasn't free. So she brought that spirit in here. Like, I'm going to see. But I'm used to that too. But what happened was the angel of light transferred on the daughter because the daughter had her hands on her mama trying to call herself praying for her mama because that's what they always did. So they got home and God showed them something in the sky. They lived in Indianapolis, Indiana. That's where they had come from. And God began to show, and, and God said to her, angel of light. Now, you heard her daughter's testimony about being delivered. And, and that was good, but it wasn't enough. Wasn't enough. Because when she had her hand on her mama to console her mama and pray for her mama, the angel of light transferred in her because it was working in both of them anyway, because she always laid her hands on her mama. So they called me on the phone, and then the daughter said, oh, my God, that's the one thing I could not remember to tell you. So the mama had asked the daughter, did the angel of light come out of me? And the daughter then remembered because Satan stole her memory of it. And then she remembered, and then they called me, and I dealt with the angel of light over the telephone. Brothers and sisters, 
Life Lessons, number 482. Don't have your hands laying on somebody when demons are coming out of them. Jesus said, lay hands on the sick, not the demonized. When you, if you, if you have to lay your hands on a person, don't do it when devils are coming out of them, because your hands become just like a, um, it draws all the the, the, the spirit will go right up, right in your hands, right up your arm, right into your heart, right over your whole body. And that's what happened. But by them having to be here, and I knew it, and I had told the daughter, don't touch your mama. And what you think the first thing she did when you got back to the hotel room? Because they had no, because they had been disappointed so much. They didn't know what deliverance feel like. They didn't know what real deliverance. She knew she felt better. <clears throat> she knew something had lifted off of her. But the daughter put it right back and doubled. When the unclean spirit goes out of a man, it goes into dry places seeking rest. Then it comes back to check out his house that he left out of. He comes back to see if it's filled with the Holy Spirit. He comes back to see if it can get back in. It says and when he comes back, he brings seven worse spirits. And the last state of that man or that woman is worse than the beginning. I saw that. I tried to prevent it. But when you come up in here and, and think you, you know, you done studied this and you done studied that, you better remember one thing. If you had studied enough, you wouldn't be here to be free. If you had studied enough and got what you needed, you wouldn't need to be here. If you're here, it's because God got you here because you don't have enough. And so I dealt with the angel of light. Angel of light. You see, one of the books, one of the other little booklets I wrote for this meeting was Satan Enters In. I didn't know why. I did not know. It's called Satan Enters. That's what I titled it. Because God pretty much let me know through these booklets I wrote what was going to be in the room and what was going to need to be done. Now, I might make this into a PDF because um, in in the back I had put I'm going to go over there today. I didn't have time to go to Office Depot and get this stuff straightened out. But you see, there's only, well, remember, Angel of Light is a manifestation of um, that Satan, so that spirit of Satan. And Satan can enter the body. And that's found in Luke chapter 22, verse 3. For all you unbelievers, you better wake up. Just like a person looked at me uh, uh, and tried to transfer through the eyes on me. The devil is a, a bad devil. In Luke chapter 22, verse 3. It says, but then Satan, it says specifically, but then Satan, I need you to look look at this in the King James or Amplified, in any King James. 
It says, Then Satan entered into Judas Iscariot, who was one of the twelve disciples. In John chapter 13, verse 27, John 13, 27, Then after he had taken the bit of food, Satan entered into and took possession of Judas. Don't be stupid. Stop being stupid and thinking no demon or, or Satan or, in this case, the angel of light can't be in you. You hear me? I said Luke 22 and 3 in the Geneva Bible. Then entered Satan into Judas, who was called Iscariot, and was of the number of the twelve. Sometimes I have to remind people, Judas cast out devils. Judas laid hands on the sick. He was a disciple of Jesus. Brothers and sisters, in the Message Bible, in First Chronicles 21, 1 and 2, now Satan entered the scene and seduced David into taking a census of Israel. David gave orders to Joab and the army officers under him. Canvas all the tribes of Israel from Dan to Beersheba and get a count of the population. I want to know the number. Luke 22 verses 3 through 6. When Satan entered Judas, the one called Iscariot, he was one of the twelve leaving the others. He conferred with the high priest and the temple guards about how he might betray Jesus to them. Well, the message, I, I don't this, this uh, use the word luck, but I never use the word luck because it is a derivative of the name of Lucifer. They couldn't believe their good luck and agreed to pay him well. He gave them his word and started looking for a way to betray Jesus, but out of sight of the crowd. Brothers and sisters, Jesus knows that Satan can enter into your human body and betray you. He did it to him. And that Judas spirit is still alive today. In the Passion Translation, it says, Satan entered into Judas as the celebration of the Passover lamb was approaching. The Jewish religious leaders and scholars of the law schemed to find a way to murder Jesus without starting a riot for they feared the crowds. And there's one other time, I don't know if I put it in here, but when it speaks of Satan entering, entering into somebody, Peter said, Ananias, why has Satan entered into you and tempted you to lie to the Holy Ghost? was Peter. That's found in um, Acts chapter 5 1 through 14. It's the Passion translation here. The judgment of Ananias and Sapphira. Now a man named Ananias and his wife Sapphira likewise sold their farm they conspired 
to secretly keep back for themselves a portion of the proceeds. So when Ananias brought the money to the apostles, it was only a portion of the entire sale. <coughs> Look at here, blood of Jesus. God revealed their secret to Peter. Stop thinking you the most intelligent person in the whole wide world. Your intelligence is minus one in comparison to God's own Holy Spirit. The Bible says that the Holy Spirit is a revealer of all truth. The Holy Spirit, brothers and sisters, dispels, exposes, destroys the spirit of error. God revealed their secret to Peter. So Peter said, Ananias, why did you let Satan fill your heart and make you think you could lie to the Holy Spirit? You only pretended. You only pretended to give it all. Yet you hear back part of the proceeds from the sale of your property to keep for yourself. Before you sold it, wasn't it yours to sell or to keep? And after you sold it, wasn't the money entirely at your disposal? How could you plot such a thing in your heart? You haven't lied to people. You've lied to God. The moment Ananias heard those words, fell over dead. Everyone was terrified when they heard what had happened. Some young men came in and removed the body and buried him. Three hours later, his wife came into the room <clears throat> with no clue what had happened to her husband. Peter said to her, tell me, were the two of you paid this amount for the sale of your land? The Cyrus said, yes. That's how much it was. Peter told her, why have you agreed together to test the spirit of the Lord? I heard the footsteps of those who buried your husband at the door. And they're coming here to bury you too. At that moment, she dropped dead at Peter's feet. When the young man came in, she was already dead. So they carried her out and buried her next to her husband. It says the entire church was seized with a powerful sense of the fear of God, which came over all who heard what had happened. It says that the apostles performed many signs, wonders, and miracles among the people. It says, and the believers were wonderfully united as they met regularly in the temple courts in the area known as Solomon's Porch. No one dared harm them, but everyone held them in high regard. In the back of this little booklet, I have put in bold red print. You only pretended. In this time we living in, you better stop pretending. And you better get real. Time out. So many people don't have what they need from God. So they just decided to pretend. And in that pretending, they try to make everybody else look stupid. How stupid? Like, like God doesn't bless 
like God doesn't still do miracles, signs, and wonders. That's not too true. That's not true. Brothers and sisters, Jesus rebukes the devil for real, and the devil departs. I said, can you write this in the chat room? I need about eight people. Jesus rebukes the devil for real, and the devil departs. Jesus rebukes the devil for real, and the devil departs. It's time for you to stop pretending and get real. You see, power, power is the ability, no, excuse me, power, real power is the authority or ability to make decisions or change the outcome of a situation. Authority is delegated power. It makes things happen. Ability is the right combination of understanding and skill to accomplish what you desire to do. God made Adam and Eve the most powerful beings on earth. And God gave them full authority over the earth. They had the necessary abilities, chain control over the earth with no barriers. I repeat, with no barriers between the spiritual realm, the mental realm, and the physical realm. God talked with them as people physically talk. And here with each other. The Bible says God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. Now look what the, look what the word of God says. <clears throat> and God blessed them. And God said unto them, be fruitful and multiply. And replenish the earth. Subdue it. Have dominion. Over the fish of the sea. Over the fowl of the air. And over every living thing that moves. Upon the earth. And then God said behold. Look at here. Make note of this. I've given you every herb bearing seed which is upon the face of all the earth and every tree in the which is the fruit of a tree yielding seed. To you it shall be for me and to every beast of the earth and to every fowl of the air and to everything that creepeth upon the earth, thing wherein there is life. I have given every green herb for me and it was so. This was a perfect scenario. Adam and Eve only had one commandment, just one. That was not to eat any fruit from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, or else the consequence would be death, as commanded by God himself. Over there in Genesis chapter 2, verses 16 to 17. God owned the earth, and God made Adam the landlord. You hear me? But there was uh, an intruder who would eventually make his presence known. That was Satan. Brothers and sisters, that was Satan. 
the prince of the power of the air, as described in Ephesians 2 and 2. His intrusion, the second day of creation, was noticed. Unfortunately, Eve and Adam disobeyed God, which led to a multiple consequences in all three realms. They lost power over evil. They picked up a new sinful nature. Not desiring the presence of God, his accountability to his authority. As a result, We were all born as sinners with a sinful nature that wants to disobey God. That's why the Bible says, for all have sinned. All. We lost power over death. Adam sinned against God. Even Adam, excuse me, and all mankind was given a double death sentence. The fruit, physical death, sickness, decay, are all bad products coming from the sin coming from the sin, resulting in the pronounced death sentence and eternal death. The same thing that God came in the form of Jesus to save us from. For the wages of sin is death, But the gift of God is eternal life through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You see, creation itself changed when Eve and Adam sinned. They lost, lost, lost. They no longer had dominion over the earth, the animal, and the plant kingdom. No longer instantly obeyed them. You see, all Adam had to do in the beginning was to speak a word. But now he got to toil and labor and work. He now had more of an adversarial relationship. He now would have conflicts with men and women more than complement each other as God had intended. Instead of man and mankind being one with God, one with the earth, man and mankind lost their place in this world that God had given them and began to try to subdue it through material means rather than through the manifestation of the supernatural power that had previously been given to them by God. Man would have to compete for resources more 
than being able to share with each other. And this, brothers and sisters, led to continual poverty, continual violence, and every other profane thing. Look, listen this morning. This was the book that Office Depot messed up. We didn't even get to it. I never even got to it. We, the Holy Spirit took over. When Adam sinned against God, when Adam rejected God's authority, Adam gave authority of the earth over to the devil. At this point, the devil went from intruder the landlord of this earth. Even to the point of trying to tempt Jesus. And he could. Because he had stolen it. From Eve and Adam. God is trying to manifest himself in you again with his authority and with his ability. But let me tell you something. God cannot dwell in an unclean temple. You need to check yourself and you need to make sure somebody hasn't come alongside you and transferred spiritual defilement upon you in any way. In any way. God loves you. He doesn't want you messed up. But he's got to have a clean temple to flow through. He's got to have a home, temple to abide in. You know why? He's still doing miracles. He's still desiring to do more and more and more. The question is, how is your temple? Well, I can tell you this. It might not be as clean on the inside as you think it is. It is time to stop pretending. Why? So you can have heaven on earth. I'll see you tomorrow on the ten line. Y'all ready to go to church? Come on, put them hands together. Come on, let's go to church.